0: Hey, hey, and welcome to another podcast, Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco.
1: I'm your other host, Jeff Cameron.
0: How's it going, Jeff?
1: Pretty good. Uh, You snuck up on me there. I didn't see it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's how I work. I'm sneaky. Sneaky (laughs) Pete. So, uh, yeah, so what's new? What's what's shaking?
1: Oh, you know, having a good time. Glad we're back at it in a timely fashion. Got to say.
0: Yeah, it is definitely nice to hit it again while everything's still fresh. The paint's still wet <laughs> on the last one. But one thing I, we do have to talk about is uh, mm-hmm. I've been finding out that our intro is not being played on some of our export. Like, depending on where you're listening, some things are getting cut out and some things aren't. Outrageous. Well, yeah. Uh, and also, on our last episode, the clips of getting in didn't get played for whatever reason. And and they were in the uh, export and everything. So people didn't get to hear my uh, break or Getting Into Midnight.
1: Uh, that's unacceptable. We got to write a letter.
0: So here, okay, what we're going to do, we're going to do an experiment. Right now, I'm going to play Getting Into Midnight, the remix, and see if it <laughs> actually works because uh, I, I wanted you all to hear that. So what it was, was talking about Getting In and Midnight are the two best songs on Pool It. <laughs> and so uh, we, I kind of mixed them together in a way. So here it is right here. So check it out. Stay with you. I'm gonna stay with you. Midnight, oh, it all oh, oh, the brave of fools are around. Alright, so that was getting into midnight. I don't know if it worked. That was an experiment to see if getting in will get played on this one, because it wasn't on the last one.
1: That's right, folks. Our new number 39, getting in at midnight, here on Podcast Valley Sunday. <laughs> yeah,
0: 38.5. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but for real, let's get back to the old countdown. What do you say, Pago?
0: I'm into it. I'm into it. So we'll let everybody know what we're doing here till the end. We're doing 10 songs an episode, not the 20 that we're blowing through. Because A, we want to keep doing this a couple more episodes because it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. And also, oh, yeah. B, we might uh, talk a little bit more about the songs as we get closer and closer to number one. So. Yep. So that's what we're yeah, doing. We're, so it might be a shorter show today than usual, or it might be the same show, and we'll just yap way too much.
1: Yeah, we'll have more to say about these songs than we had to say about, let's say, I'll be true to you. <laughs> exactly. Or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So coming in at a hot number 39, we've got a Mike Nesmith tune, What Am I Doing Hanging around?
1: What am I doing hanging around? I should be on that train. Gone. I should be riding on that train to San Antone. What am I doing hanging around? It definitely identifies as a Mike Nesbitt song, but it's actually a, a Murphy Castleman jam. Feels like Mike wrote it and feels like something Mike would write. Yeah, but, I have uh, to say,
0: yeah, I was just kind of meaning he was singing it.
1: Oh, yeah. It, I was uh, just, yeah it's, but it's definitely a, a Mike appropriate
0: tune. Definitely. If if he had written it, I would have uh, completely bought it. It fits into the Mike (laughs) Nesmith catalog very well.
1: That's right. And it comes from uh, Pisces Aquarius, Capricorn and Jones. Tremendous banjo work by Mr. Uh, Peter Tark.
0: I was going to say the banjo is amazing in this song. And also this song, I'm surprised it's down at 39. It's so good. It should have been higher, I think, or could have been higher. Could have been higher.
1: Yeah, we pulled it in our episode number 33, which was also the episode the song appears in that we re- reviewed for the show, the uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, or whatever yeah. it's called.
0: It was Lost in Mexico, Monkeys in Mexico, something like that. With this song, great story in it as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and Mike has a way of really making you feel regret in his voice when he's singing a song like this. <laughs> Like you feel like he he's looking back at that time and, and oh, yeah. getting filled up with regret as only Papinez can
1: when you see them in the in the episode in the quote unquote video for the song they're like not they're un, they're untucked for casual Friday, I guess they got the blue shirts on with the eight buttons but uh yeah, you see it when Mike sings like San Anton near the end you see the yeah. anguish in his voice and
0: face. For real. For real. And I wonder if that came kind of because Mike Mike had a, a kid at that point. He was married, had a kid, and he could put mm. himself in this different <laughs> headspace than the other guys could. Like Dave would just be like, Oh, I lost a bird, but now I've got a new one, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. That's what I Good feel. Good Mike
1: tune and, and Mike's pretty reliable for that uh country style emotion.
0: Yeah. When the time has come to go When he sings that part and holds those notes out Ooh. It's great It's really great when the time had to go. You know what I'm surprised it, Totally out of left field here But how none of the monkeys were ever on the Muppet show You know what I mean? Like, That's a good I, point
1: I mean, they shot in England So it seemed like Davey would be a no-brainer
0: yeah, and, and, and uh, you know, Mickey was, like, doing commercials, directing commercials and stuff, so it's like they're yeah, all in England. In the UK there, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just surprised. Davey and Mickey would have been great, great. Oh, and, my God. And, and Mike and Peter as well, the, all of them, really. Mike would have been good for the dryness of it, like he'd get talking to Oscar <laughs> the Grouch or something. Yeah, Oscar <laughs> the Grouch. Yeah, he'd, like, find his hat in the garbage can or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Davey and Mickey would be perfect, and Peter could play a great... Muppet
1: <laughs> like like Mike would be more like uh, the John Cleese episode of the Muppet show where usually everyone's like Kermit great to be here let's have a great show but but in the John Cleese episode he is expressly not thrilled about being on the Muppet show
0: <laughs> get over yourself Cleese. You want to be on the Muppet Show? Come I mean, he's, on now. he's
1: just playing it for for laughs, but it's just a, a funny take on being. Oh, I see. Okay, I thought you meant forced to do the Muppet Show. No, he wasn't like really for real. Oh, okay, okay, it,
0: good. Because I was like, really, John Cleese? I would have thought he'd be into it, but the fact he took a different take is awesome yes. and to stand out. That's good. That's good. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah.
1: so yeah, what am I doing? Hanging around number thirty nine here on the John Cleese. I mean, the uh, Podcast Valley Sunday. <laughs>
0: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, number 38 now. Shift in gears, no matter what song this was beside. Mm. We've got. <laughs> is this a Mike Nesmith pen tune? I believe. This is absolutely. Okay, I thought so. So, a Mike yeah. Nesmith tune, we've got Writing Wrongs. Not just the name of our "Oops, We Put the Song in the Wrong Spot" shows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was retroactively inspired, yeah, by us in a time machine to go back <laughs> and call the song "Right and wrong. So I mean, he doesn't doesn't mention it anywhere in the song, in his style, and I, it feels like like a missing link song that snuck onto an album.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's. See now, this song is why I love the monkey so much. First of all, this song's a favorite of mine. I just like it because yeah. of its weirdness. But the fact that this is a monkey song on a monkeys album, and this is kind of when people say, Oh monkeys, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, you don't really. There is some stuff in there that you'd be very surprised that comes from More the monkeys. And I, I say this with every song, but this song should definitely like be higher than like Teardrop City. You know what I mean? Like this is
1: yeah, this I think this um, this probably shows up higher on our list than most other monkeys fans lists. But, Definitely, but but a big nuts head would appreciate the song and dig it. <clears throat> and we dug it out of the Will Had of mystery back on episode fifteen. Whew.
0: But then it's got like that that picks up in the middle with that yeah. cool like drum thing. Bow, bow, bow. Yes, 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 yes. It gets neat. <laughs> it's like, oh, man.
1: <laughs> <Exactly like that.
0: laughs> Play the clip right now, and everyone's gonna be like, "Wow, he did that really well."
1: <laughs> like we said, that is a Mike Nesmith tune that snuck onto Birds, the Bees, and the Monkeys, and um, just we dig it. Just the psychedelic poetry of Mike Nesmith and the bonkers <laughs> instrumentation as the tune wears on.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say this is it's not a song for everyone, but like for me, I love like the droniness of it, the slow. Mm-hmm. And I don't like slow songs when they're like romantic slow songs but i do like slow songs that are just cool in this way the organ solo in it is just off the hook it's so different and uh yeah that crazy middle part you were saying that like lifts the song up from like the sludge of it is amazing <laughs> and uh, mike's voice is fantastic He he's so good like being high and long notes
1: yeah yeah by this point they're a couple years into it and like just the strength of their musicianship is noticeable by the time this, the fifth album rolls around. And even though they are like mostly working separately, it's still quality tunes, and they're yeah. definitely into it.
0: Yeah, and for us, again, our, our big thing with the monkeys first was the box set, and that covered so much. <laughs> but then we got the three cassette tapes at the used store we always talk about, and this was mm-hmm. one of those cassettes. So hearing this song for the first time, with everything else on the birds, the bees, and the monkeys it was just like, holy smokes. And you're right, like, how did yeah. this song, how did they convince anyone to be like, this song should be on this album? Because it's <laughs> so different and so crazy.
1: Yeah, well, they, I think they probably had, like, okay, you get three or four songs, you get three or four songs, you get three or four songs, and Pete, maybe next time.
0: <laughs> yeah, poor Pete. But again, if Peter got more songs on this album, then this song probably would have been one of the first to get chopped. Just That's just probably from probably true because it's a Mike song. Mike's always like, oh, yeah, he's the country guy. But he's got stuff yeah. like this, too, which is just yeah, amazing.
1: Yeah. And Pete made up for it on the head soundtrack. Exactly.
0: Let's say. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> OK, sorry about that last one here.
1: We'll, we'll be hearing all about that in a, a couple episodes.
0: Yes. 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 <laughs> all right. So we'll head on over to number 37. We've all been blessed because it is St. Matthew. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> this is another Mike Nesmith number um,
1: it's appeared on missing links volume 2 and also the yellow Mickey disc from the aforementioned listen to the band box set that was our gateway into the larger realm of the monkeys and um, <clears throat> we do dig this tune they, they played it at the Mike and Mickey show
0: yes they did
1: which was great and yeah, um, more
0: of like a jazzy it, sweepy version kind of up yeah there. Yeah,
1: it was fun that they got the do stuff like that at the, at yeah, the show. Yeah, and uh, as far as we're concerned, we pulled it back in episode twenty-five, and it was our second honorary slip-in, but technically the the first one because the the very first one was I'm a believer just because we happen to be talking about it. But, yeah, but we came up with the honorary slip-in to put in like the deep cuts and the missing links. Uh, this was, I believe, your first choice. It's a good one.
0: Yeah, it's a great mic song. It's got that cool, breezy, pseudo-psychedelic vibe. We got those fiddles in it. So this is where he, the Mike Nesmith country-ish psychedelia really comes yeah. to play. It's got like that <laughs> windy sound he makes with his like the whoosh yes. stuff.
1: It doesn't sound quite human at first, but then you can kind of tell it's uh, yeah. him on the mic.
0: Yeah, it has a Texas twang to that windy sound, so you know it's him. Um. But I remember it being a big standout when I first heard the box set, like the first run through. I remember hearing Saint Matthew like, "Ooh, that's a good Whoa. one." And then to find out it wasn't on any album was like, "Oh my!" Like other, like I mean, proper album, yeah. not a missing links. But yeah, and mm-hmm. it it still it still stands it out to me. It Was wild. Yeah, regardless of where. It,
1: yeah, it's indicative of like the Yellow Album. The Yellow Disc had like the cooler deeper cuts like the green peter disc disc 2 had all like headquarters feisty mm-hmm. caress capricorn and jones like hit after hit after mm-hmm. hit but then like things got real interesting on that third disc
0: yeah yeah and then the fourth disc is lopsided <laughs> it's,
1: it's like give a half as long and, yeah. and it like awkwardly switches gears into the 80s at one point but yeah hey, yeah yeah what can you do
0: Not much. One thing we can do is head on up to number 36. Woo! And we'll tear the top right off my head.
1: Right off my head was another honorary slip in. And I think we were inspired to do that back in episode 44 when this tune appears in that episode. It doesn't appear on any proper monkeys album, but um there's like uh Peter and Mickey kind of doing a little acoustic jam on the bunk beds.
0: Yeah, on it's the, pretty cool.
1: Uh, pirate ship, was it on the pirate ship?
0: Walking oh, down yeah. Yeah, it's really cool to hear them jamming it out in the episode. Mm-hmm. That would have been For one sure. of the things if you just heard that snippet on TV, like, whoa, if you really liked it. And you're like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? And it just never comes out. And then finally one day it pops up on a Missing Links. You're oh like, that's that song. <laughs> Could you
1: imagine? Like you you were like a kid in 66, you heard that song. And you're like, what's that? Song? It's like never ever came out. And then it finally did. I think the first appearance was on the listen to the band box set, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, bro, that would tear the top right off your head. If you've been humming this little bit of a tune in your head for 30 years, 20 years, and then all of a sudden you hear it for real, it would be freaking amazing.
1: Freaking out in the afternoon, (laughs) for sure.
0: This song is written about that experience. They're like, okay, look, let's write a song. (laughs) We'll sing a little bit of it on the show, and then we won't put it out for 25 years. And it's going to be about the person who hears that song after 25 years. And that's yeah. what this song is about.
1: And there's, there's that part in, um, I think we're going to talk about it later, in uh, what song is it? One of the good time songs, oh, um, Birth of an Accidental Hipster, where, it, where they say all sing along, and it sounds a lot like the freaking out in the afternoon part <laughs> and tear the top right out of my head. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that was a conscious either like a tip of the top of the
0: head <laughs> or no gallagher's a big tear the top right off my head fan.
1: huge maybe it was him
0: yeah yeah fucking heard the fucking song it tore the top off my head <laughs>
1: <laughs> tremendous man oh man so it's number 36 tear the top right off my head yeah a, a fine okay. moment from uh, mr peter dork
0: one thing I wanted to point out to it be- about it before I move on oh. is the hectic acoustic solo is really oh, cool. Oh, yeah. And it just kind of goes off for a little bit. <laughs> and it goes out on its way to that, makes its way into that electric guitar that yeah. closes everything out. It's a really cool situation.
1: Really, yeah, a lot of cool instrumental business going on and a neat little ending with the triple. Ba-ding, bing, ba-ding, bing, ba-ding, bing,
0: yeah, it's a song I don't think much of when I think of the chorus, but then when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. There's a lot of hidden cool parts within this song.
1: Fucking thrilling bass line walking around. And, yeah. yeah, dude,
0: there's a lot going on here. It's a tune. It is. It is. And so is a number 35 we've got here Looking for the Good Times.
1: Oh, I think we found some right here.
0: Woo! Looking for
1: the good size baby.
0: Again, another example of a Davy tune that rocks. If you let him rock, he will rock you down. He's It's awesome. It's a great <laughs> song. It makes you want to clap your hands, this song. You're just like into <laughs> the true. beat.
1: And this is a, a Boys and Heart jam, like many of these tunes, but it's our first Boys and Heart tune today. And I think we've, <laughs> we have mentioned in the episode, we pulled it in, number 24, that it's a great ripper. It is a
0: great ripper. This would be like we always say, if we lived near each other, we'd have like a monkey's grunge band and just take all the, the good songs <laughs> and dirty them up, and this would be one of them that would just be awesome. Those background vocals too, there's not a whole lot to them, yeah. but they're perfect.
1: Yeah, and like just uh, the guitar work, kind of like those... Kind of seventh chords or blant bland sound. It's kind of just yeah of, yeah a little little extra jagged sound and it. it's just so cool. Like couple, two minutes of rock and Davy awesomeness. Yeah, and, it's amazing. Uh, we t- we'll take what we can get when it comes to rock and Davy tunes, and that's why it's up so high.
0: Yeah, and I just got I just had this idea right now actually, so I'll bring it up, which is kind of sad Ooh. and kind of weird, but. Could you imagine if there was like The Mike and Mickey tour was like A Monkees fans wet dream Like it was It's the deepest cuts They're they're all awesome But could you imagine If they got to do that With the four of them And they'd play songs Uh, like this And stuff like that And it was like the Monkees The four dudes Two sets Deep tracks Hits Everything The Mike
1: and Mickey and Peter and Davey show
0: Exactly Yeah Yeah The MMPD
1: yeah, you know me. Yeah, oh man, I
0: I that think of stuff tri- like that that bums me out. Like if I always think like if Hendrix and Parliament could have done an album together, what would that have been like? <laughs> and it just makes me sad because you'll never know. Maybe we'll get AI to do it. <laughs> AI, the ruiner of creativity For real. and art. I can't. I hate AI so much. I mean,
1: the a like the computers are writing poetry and doing painting. Wow. Well, <laughs> Russian yeah. blood goobers Gotta do the, the Bagging uh, groceries And pumping
0: gas It's like Yeah We're supposed to make Robots and AI To do the garbage And then we just Get to do poetry And it's music
1: like, It's like Can't we make AI Like clean the trash Out of the oceans Like nope But here's what uh, Jimi Hendrix Would look like If he's still
0: alive <laughs> Exactly Yeah Yeah No F it I hate, We could have just Done this podcast Had AI to do this podcast For us Ooh <laughs> I bet you, I bet you the, the list would look a lot different, <laughs> but anyway, again, this is why we're only doing 10 songs because <laughs> we go off on these tangents.
1: Number 200, writing wrongs. <laughs> exactly. What a piece of garbage.
0: I don't get it. <laughs> they spelt writing wrong.
1: <laughs> Incorrect. Error. Does not compute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anywho.
1: All right. So that brings us halfway through today's jams. I feel like we're ripping through them, but we're just excited. We're having a good time mm-hmm. because we're getting into like a lot of our really uppermost favorite monkeys tunes. But it gives me a chance to talk real quick about a pretty rad monkeys compilation called More of the Monkeys Greatest Hits. My cousin Chris Paco was lucky enough to receive this album from me not too long ago.
0: Yes, a birthday present.
1: I had not seen it too often in real life, and it was—I uh, was pretty stoked to get it. So was I. Um, <laughs> <laughs> even though, like, I—I I got most of, like the monkey vinyl, like the actual albums. I think he's piled up a, a nice collection of compilation albums, including now this one.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Which is like like the sequel to the the. The orange album that we, that we know as the Monkey's Greatest Hits. But that first one has, you know, the theme and Clarksville and the believers. But this one, the More of the Monkey's Greatest Hits, I keep putting More of in there because that's kind of like a, a monkey thing. But it's, <laughs> I think it's More Monkey's Greatest Hits. More Greatest Hits of the Monkeys. I think that's what it's actually called. Hang on,
0: hang on. Do you want me to check Go. it out?
1: I got it. I got it on the thing here.
0: All right look at your thing
1: yeah more greatest hits of the monkeys is what it's called it was put out in 1982 oh wow which seems like kind of a, a soft time for the monkeys but I think the the tunes were on TV and like there's always sort of like probably a low-level syndication popularity of it on, uh, yep. on you know the UHF channels were probably carrying it and um, it's got a lot of excellent tunes. It's it a lot is, of our it, favorite songs.
0: Especially going from the Monkey's Greatest Hits, which is like the hits, like Shades of Grey might be the deepest cut on yeah. Greatest Hits. And then this one is just like, holy cow, these are... You really dug deep. This is like a, almost like a playlist of awesome tunes, not even like Greatest Hits, because <laughs> I don't know how great these hits were, to be honest.
1: Uh, exactly. Uh, but once again it's like our second album worth of quote unquote hits still 0.0 head soundtrack songs.
0: Yeah, true. It's true. Head, head, it wasn't a on anyone's radar, even like porpoise song though. You should think like that should be on this one at least. I
1: don't know. I think it was tainted by association and it just, just label as unsuccessful and buried until yeah. people were able to get into it.
0: Yeah, Exactly.
1: Like, it's not like it was on, t- I don't think it was on uh, network TV at any point.
0: Yeah. I wondered, like, if we hadn't have, if much music hadn't have played it that time, would we have ever even seen it? How would we have ever seen it? <sighs>
1: great question until it finally came out on the dvd i think there was a vhs version of it out we've never seen it in real I was gonna life say it, i think i've seen it on some monkeys instagrams
0: yeah it, nowadays we could find it but back in the day there's no way we would have been able to find a head vhs tape people would have <laughs> thought it was porno if you went at the movie <laughs> store like i want a videotape called head like we don't do that at blockbuster sir
1: but uh for today's statistical moment i, I ran the numbers on this album more greatest hits of the monkeys and the average score is uh 31 so there you go it's pretty if low the, we would uh, we would be talking about it today on this episode and in fact the song at number 31 is on this album
0: boom look out
1: here comes tomorrow but it's not that one
0: <laughs> that would have been perfect <laughs> a perfect segue. you
1: anyway back to the countdown at number 34, we got another honorary slip-in. A lot of these slip-ins ended up in the 30s, bud. Yeah, it's crazy. But this is uh, this was my choice back in episode 25, and it's I Don't Think You Know Me. If you think I want to life you choose
0: great song like super awesome I, I really like this song a lot there's so many versions of it there's a mickey version a mike version and a peter version of this song uh, yes davy no dice he just wasn't up for it <laughs> everybody knows me babe <laughs> <laughs> and the Perfect. thing is all the versions they're all great like it's not like you'd be like oh this is definitely the best one it's like no for real there's- like
1: each one has something special about it i think they have similar backing tracks but like each one feels a little different depending on what the, the singer brings to it. And it's a, it's a Goffin and King number. And I think, uh, allegedly, Mike Nesmith made Carol King cry during these sessions for one reason or another.
0: <laughs> what a thing to be known for.
1: <laughs> and it um, uh, appeared on Missing Links and also the box set. Yeah. And uh I think we've developed the fondness, even though we are Nez heads, the uh the Peter version I think has stuck with us the most.
0: Yeah, Peter's version has like an honesty and innocence about it that Peter seems yeah. to bring to like all of the songs he sings, but this one especially when it's in like juxtaposed with the other ones.
1: Yeah, just the the vulnerability he brings to it, and it goes up for that high note yep. during the uh yeah. the verse. Yeah, yeah. It's just just so good. And then the, the la la's. I was going to say, and the, baby show up.
0: the la-la's in the bridge are fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's like, if you're already feeling like you're soaring, when you hit the la-la's, you just go up. You you bump your head on the ozone layer cause it's <laughs> and that's
1: and that's when Davy shines exactly in this, yeah in this uh, scenario yep. yeah
0: like I I don't need to sing anymore man the la la's do it all <laughs> it's better than all the other three versions together <laughs> you, t- you turned Liverpudlian at the end I think all right so now brings us now to Larry Bird number thirty three in the Hass <laughs> we've got it's the, it's the
1: Patrick Waugh up here in Canada
0: that's true yeah that's true. Also, the cream Abdul Jabbar for really getting into it, but there we go. <laughs> but I guess for cream Abdul Jabbar, this really uh, makes sense because it, it is take a giant step. You
1: did it again, Bobby. You did it again. There's just no percentage in remembering the past. It's time you learn to live again at last. Come with me, leave yesterday behind.
0: And take a and step outside your mind okay, so for me, this is a song I know really well, but every time I hear it, it surprises me with how good it actually is
1: yeah it, there's like so much musical depth to it and a lot of a lot going on, a lot of little hooks, a lot of instruments, which is kind of like a dead giveaway that it's not these these four poor dudes playing these songs (laughs) nobody's playing the the harpsichord on stage on tv no one's playing the uh the uh, snake charmer flute you know (laughs) there's there's some studio trickery going on i think
0: yeah but it's it's awesome like the background vocals and the chorus so good and that like semi freak out at the end is is a great vibe which i always forget about is in this
1: Yeah, the, the rising action and that, that thing we like on the tom drum the do 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 I was hoping they would have slipped it in this last show, but they did not. No. Which is okay. We saw it on the Mikey Mickey show.
0: Yep. And we that did. that was pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. At least we got yeah. to see it, I'd say.
1: <laughs> For sure. It's a, it's a Goffin and King number. It's the last song inside one of the monkeys first album, which is why we've heard it an awful lot. And is it on the best stuff? I don't know. I think it's on some collections.
0: Yeah, it makes an appearance here and there. That's why it's kind of a a well-ish known song, but not a. It's also the
1: it's also the B side of Last Train to Clarksville.
0: That's crazy. (laughs) A little bit. Think about it.
1: And uh, we pulled it back on episode three, which was our our second day of pulling tunes out of the hat. I think we were pretty pleased about this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, remember that there's so many tunes in the hat. You, know, you almost had to use two hands to pick the hat up. That was heavy. There's <laughs> so many songs in
1: it. During uh, the research for this song, I noticed there's a, a lot of cover versions. I was surprised. Really, um, I- Yeah. There's a version by an uh, uh, American blues man named Taj Mahal, which is kind of a a funky slow groove, and then it picks up in the chorus. There is just no percentage in remembering the past. It's time you learn to live again, love at last. Come with me, leave your yesterday, your yesterday behind. And take a giant step outside your mind. Then there's a Another Taj Mahal related version by, by a project called The Rising Suns, which features him and Rai Cooter. It's more of a, a three minute jangle experience, sort of closer to the, the real tune. there's just no percentage in, remember in the past. It's time you learn to live again at last. You've got to leave your yesterday's run another version by uh bobby sherman who you might remember from uh monkeys at the movies he played uh frankie catalina in addition to being a teen idol in his own right but he uh he sang a version of the song on a tv show called here come the brides and you could dig it up online if you really wanted to i just found it really faint it's like The video of the show itself, but the music is very faint for some reason. But it's there, (laughs) and it's this tune. Yeah. And.
0: uh, We all know him from his band, Sherman's (laughs) Shermits. Sherman's (laughs)
1: Shermits. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) And. uh, But uh, I just want to say in passing, Monkeys at the Movies, strong episode.
0: It is. Yeah, that was a good one. The the (laughs) Luther
1: Cram and all that is great.
0: It was fantastic.
1: Also,. uh, goth punk Sean Toose from Germany, Nina Hagen, had a version of this tune in the 90s, and it sounds pretty cool. There's just no percentage in remembering the past. It's time you love to live again.
0: Love at last. Come with me leave your yesterday's behind. Take a giant step outside
1: your... Finally, I'd be remiss if I did not mention Mr. Peter Tork had a version on his uh, Stranger Things Had Happened album where he covers a monkey song himself. There's just no percentage in remembering
0: the past. It's time you learn to live again at last. Come with me, leave yesterday the high and take a giant step outside your mind that's interesting out of out of all the ones to do as well he chose this one which is which is pretty cool
1: you can tell the guys develop fondness for certain tunes whether they sing it or not Mm -hmm. and uh sometimes gets to a point where they pop it on a record themselves
0: crazy crazy you remember i wonder if he's like harboring it his whole career It's like i should have (laughs) sang take a giant step
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about that but it's a good tune kind of like uh like early psychedelic, like uh, proto-psychedelic. Like There's a handful of these kind of songs where they yeah. that vibe, like this just doesn't seem to be my day, where it's kind of got that kind of uh, like almost uh, just as trippy, sometimes foreign influence in addition to the guitars and things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. All right, so now that will take us up to number 32, also, my number in hockey, just so everybody knows, yeah. I'm sure the, you all. The Magic Johnson
1: know. of the W N H L, Chris Park.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've got a, a really great one here from also from the Monkees' debut album, uh, "Papa Jean's Blues." I have no more
1: than I did before, but now I've got all that I need, for I
0: love you and I know you love me. Nice.
1: As you mentioned, Papadine's Blues is also on uh, the monkeys debut. It's the second last song on side one. And uh, right away, Mike was getting uh, one song per side, which is uh, better than none.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also, him getting this song on the album is like, okay, he got the, this, you know, the song on the per side, blah, blah, blah. But it was a huge move. In what comes after this Like setting a precedent Of allowing yes. them To have input On these albums
1: yep. and I- Absolutely And obviously They perform it on the show mm-hmm. Which you know They didn't have to do you know, They could just They yeah. could just Swept these tunes under the rug Where maybe they're that good Like hey let's put this in the show Or maybe Mike was like Hey we're putting this in the show Or else I'm going home
0: Yeah exactly Yeah that might have been More what it was about
1: <laughs> and, and But it's got that thing Where the title is not in the song Which is one of Mike's Signature moves.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and the chorus lyrics are perfect. The melody of the whole thing is great. It's like young Nez just going off on all cylinders, I'd say.
1: This is one of the rare times when they're, they're quote-unquote performing on the show where Mike actually smiles. Yes. And I think he winks as well.
0: Yeah, you can tell it was early on. <laughs> he was still very hopeful <laughs> and happy about everything. <laughs> but, For real? but The solo's so great. And it's so great that Mike name checks the guy doing the solo. Oh, pick it, right? oh yeah, the, the video for the show is them in that weird purple room, and they look like babies. Like it was almost <laughs> like this was their audition. They all look so young.
1: Yeah, they got the suits <laughs> on, right? Not the yeah, not the eight button shirts, no. but like the actual like formal wear, custom yeah. made for each of their personalities. Oh no, this tune also reminds me. I don't know if you remember. You probably do. Uh, back in the nineties, there was an issue of Rolling Stone magazine and, uh, on the live concert page where they would review a couple concerts, there was Metallica. And then there was a little corner, Mike Nesmith did a solo show somewhere in California. And it was one of those things where you glance you think you see his face, you think you see his name. And I'm like, was that Mike? And there it is because it's him with a little guitar, the beard, you know, down below a couple pictures of, you know, James and Lars, but that in the corner is Mike Nesmith. And it's uh, pretty neat. And it mentions that he played one monkey song, and it was Papa Jeans Blues.
0: That's crazy, and that's all, That'd be a good time to see Mike. It'd be weird to go see Mike and only get one monkey song out of it, though. <laughs> yeah, Not sure, talking sauce sure, on his sure. other stuff, but you just kind of think like, oh, okay, we'll get a, a couple of these. <laughs> At least he plays <laughs> this one. one. Yeah. And another thing with this song is, if you listen to the percussion in it, there's a lot going on there, but there isn't mm. like any straightforward rock and roll drums going on like there's not like like a do do ta do do -do ta it's all like shakers and maracas and all these other different noises going on
1: like clip cloppy horse noises and things it's yeah it's a lot of strange business
0: and which is another thing that makes this song so cool
1: Mm -hmm. a lot of fun and no he did not have the toque in the picture no there's no wool hat at I wonder particular concert.
0: I wonder if he ever put the wool hat on again. Like, he took it off and was like, I'm done. And just never even ever just put <laughs> it on. He was like, done with it
1: 100%. It might have been like a, an incentive thing at the video ranch thing. Maybe. You, you chat with Mike, it costs this much. Yeah. The, 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 the wool hat on, it's $80,000. It, and it you got to supply the toque.
0: And a mic to wear it, because this mic ain't going to do it. <laughs>
1: That once again, that's number thirty-two, Papa Jeans Blues here at Podcast Valley Sundays Randomatic Countdown.
0: And so here we go. We've got this. Is our last song of the day, coming in at a, at a with a good one. You've got to say there's no denying this one. Mickey played yeah. it when we saw him recently, and it's everybody's yeah. favorite censored song. Alternate <laughs> title, <laughs> AKA Randy Skouski. Classic on every level, this song.
1: This is the song at number 31 I mentioned that was also on more greatest hits of the Mm Monkees. And it's that that type of song, you know, that that tier just below the hits where it's like just a good song a lot of people like. And um, once you're into the Monkees, this is the kind of thing you get into. Yeah. And you dig it. Uh, It appeared on headquarters. They play all the instruments on it. And as you alluded to, has some notoriety to it where uh overseas uh, the uk particularly that the the title randy scouse git is loosely translates into other english as a horny liver and jerk <laughs> so they had to come up with an alternate title so mickey fast on his feet came up with alternate title which shot up to number two on the uk charts just based on this controversy alone, and also maybe because they, it's about like meeting the Beatles and stuff.
0: Yeah, and I wonder too with this song, like in England, even to this day, if they know it is alternate title, and you say Randy Skousk, it's like, oh yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if, oh, if any
1: of our uh, UK listeners uh, want to chime in on the YouTube page, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, let us is, know. Like, uh, does your copy of Headquarters say alternate title on the back?
0: That's interesting. That'd be cool to get one of those, like an English pressing that has alternate title on it.
1: Yeah, for real. And uh, obviously, we were lucky enough to for them to wheel out the timpani drum for Mickey yeah. to wail on. You put on the tablecloth. You put on the tablecloth, right?
0: No, no, I don't think he had the tablecloth. I think we were saying, like, oh, that's the one thing he didn't do, was the tablecloth. Uh, but you imagine he wheeled it out and didn't play Randy Skousket and just played a couple <laughs> other songs and wheeled it back off? And everyone's like, what the heck, man? What what are you doing here
1: (laughs) like we've seen him i've seen him with the tablecloth and the drum and we've seen him with just the drum and there's been some shows where you do the song but there's he doesn't do the drum thing just the drummer has it like the floor floor tom yeah just just for the depending on the the production budget of the show because that's quite the piece of equipment to lug around for (laughs) exactly one tune
0: exactly it's like when when like heavy metal drummers have a huge gong behind them it's like you use that gong once, if that. <laughs> it's just there. It it should just be made out of like foldable plastic or something. So it's easy to pack up. Because like, man, you're lugging this huge gong around. Yeah. Like in Motley Cruce, you can hit it and it looks that kill for one second and then you never touch it again.
1: It's uh yeah. It's it's tough to work up a good gong solo. <laughs> it
0: is. It is. Man, yeah, but did, we
1: we pulled this back in episode thirteen.
0: But yeah, with this song, it's yeah, it's the song, it's the clothes, it's the story, the drum, the tablecloth. It all works and together Mi- to make this.
1: Yeah, and Mickey's creativity. He he has the verse, he has the chorus, and then the last time through, they're just overlaid on top of each other. Yeah, which, and it's just so rad. That's
0: amazing,
1: and uh, and it appears on one of our favorite monkeys' albums, Live, nineteen sixty seven. As kind of a sneak peek into the, into the self-contained Studio Monkeys world.
0: Yeah, no, it's really great.
1: It's a Really neat transitional album of them playing all the, the hits from the show live, but also showing off what they can do themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's a, yeah, such a great song, and I feel it's a great way to, to end this part of the countdown and go out with Randy Skouskid.
1: You found you found the segue out of here.
0: Well, everyone, I hope you guys are digging this—the the new like ten-song format. Yeah, I feel uh, we talked quite a bit, so <laughs> it's a good thing we did the ten <laughs> songs, not the twenty.
1: And we're into the top thirty, Paco.
0: We're getting into it, getting down. It's to all business. killer,
1: no filler from here, man.
0: It really is. It really is. All right, so everyone, hope you're digging it. I'm digging it. I assume Jeff's digging it.
1: I I have also dug it as well.
0: Fantastic. Well all right then. From me Paco and me Jeff. Have yourselves a monkey's little evening.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye.